0: Welcome to Kingdom Living Ministries, where our vision is knowing God, loving people, and making disciples. We trust this week's message will be a blessing to your life. Enjoy the teaching ministry of KLM.
1: So today we're going to read out of Psalms 80. Psalms 80, let me know when you get there. I actually need everybody to go there because everybody's going to have a part today in the scripture reading. So Psalms 80... Psalms 80, this Psalms is called, this titled, Restore us, O God, right? And sometimes in like the public reading of scripture, well, even historically from the Old Testament to now, when they read, sometimes the congregation who was listening had a part to recite or speak while they were reading the scriptures. So today you guys are gonna have a part to recite. So I need you to follow along and pay attention to recite when we get there. So when it says, Restore us, O God, let your face shine that we may be saved. It says it in verse three, Verse seven and verse 19. So when I get there, I need you guys to say those verses three, seven and 19. All right. So let's get started. Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock. You who are enthroned upon the cherubim, shine forth before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh. Stir up your might and come to save us. Restore us, O God. You bought a vine out of Egypt and drove out the nations and planted it. You cleared the ground for it, it took deep root and filled the land. The mountains were covered with its shade, the mighty cedars with its branches. It sent out its branches to the sea and its shoots to the river. Why then have you broken down its wall so that all who pass along the way pluck its fruit? The boar from the forest ravages it and all that moves in the field feed on it. Turn again, O God of hosts, look down from heaven and see, and have regard for this vine, the stock that your right hand planted, and for the son whom you made strong for yourself. They have burned it with fire, they have cut it down. May they perish at the rebuke of your face. But let your hand be on the man of your right hand, the son of man whom you have made strong for yourself. Then we shall not turn back from you. Give us life, and we may call upon your name. Restore
0: us, O Lord God of hosts. Let your face shine, that you may
1: be saved. Thank the Lord for the reading of the word. And uh, here's our pastor with the word.
2: Father God, we come to you in Jesus name. We thank you, Father, for this opportunity to share your word. I pray that we'll never be the same after today. (sighs) Thank you for your anointing. For it is the anointing that makes things easier, removes burdens, destroys yokes. I thank you. I welcome your spirit right now to come and to teach, to deliver us from ourselves, to deliver us from a wicked heart, that we may pursue a heart that is pleasing to you, a heart that forgives, a heart that goes after God, a heart that bleeds for the loss, a heart that is pleasing in your sight, a heart that is pure. Father, we want to have a pure heart. We want to have a clean heart. Create in us a clean heart, oh God. Thank you, Father. Restore unto us the joy of our salvation, Father, you said in your word, Matthew chapter six, blessed are the pure in heart, Matthew chapter eight, blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. And Father, develop a pure heart in us. Man, we, we want to see you. We want to see you now and in eternity. God, our hearts is where it's at. He said where the heart is, the treasure is. And so Father, we place our hearts in your hands May Christ dwell in our hearts by faith. May Christ be the center of our hearts. Lift up your hands. May Christ be the center of our hearts. May he be the only one enthroned on our hearts. We seek him as the king of our hearts, as the Lord of our hearts. If you have our hearts, you have our lives. If you have our hearts, you have our money. You have our mind. Let the words of our hearts and the meditation, let the the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart be acceptable to thee, O God. You You who are God, we pray that you be Lord of our hearts. Develop that clean heart. Develop that pure heart. Thank you for the precious blood of Jesus that cleanses our hearts. Thank you for the word of God that cleanses our hearts. Do that which you started when we got born again. Thank you, Father. Thank you for a brand new heart. You said you would give us a heart after you. So thank you for a brand new heart. Thank you for giving us a recreated heart, a reborn heart, a regenerated heart, a heart that is saved, a heart that is sanctified. So sanctify our hearts, O oh God, even more so. Purge us with hyssop. Change us. May our motives be godly. From a place of Godward. Thank you, Father, for this heart. I thank you that the heart, you'll take it far. Lord, before we ever get there, the heart goes. For where the heart is, that's where we are. Lord, I thank you for it. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ will grant unto your people the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you that the eyes of their understanding will be enlightened, that they may know what is the hope of your calling. Remove the blinders. Remove those things that have clogged the heart. Those things in the natural will be like blockage. Remove the blockage from the heart of your people, that they may clearly see you for who you are, that they can clearly understand the hope of your calling. And what are the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints? Remove the blockage of them seeing the way that you see them. Father, that past sin, that present sin, that wrongful thinking, remove that so they can clearly see you, God. Father, I'm asking you as their pastor that you would remove the blockages. The, the things that are clogging up the heart that they can't see, whether it's the love of money or the, the, the praises of people. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that they'll know how much you value them. They'll know how much you love them, that they may know what is the exceeding greatness of your power towards them that believe, that they'll understand their authority in Christ. They'll rise up and take their place, their rightful place in Christ today. And grant unto me your son and your slave supernatural divine utterance that I may boldly make known the mysteries of the gospel. I thank you, Father. We do not take prayer lightly. We welcome your presence and we sit and we stand and we observe and we receive the very presence of God. I thank you that the presence of God, we, we thank you that the Holy Ghost will do surgery in our hearts today. Come on, receive that surgery. Just receive his operation. We receive the operation of God. We receive, uh, we receive the discipline of the Lord. We receive the correction. Oh God, we thank you, Father. Whatever you desire, we don't we understand we're not always right. We know we're right in Christ, but out functionally we may be wrong. And so, Father, I thank you that you you make the crooked straight. Thank you, Lord. Where there's confusion, you'll bring understanding. Where there's ignorance, you give knowledge. And where there's lies, you bring truth. Mm -hmm. For you desire truth in the inward parts. Mm -hmm. Clean us on the inside. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. All right, Um, we're going to dive right into this. We're talking about pursuing a pure heart. So if you're taking notes, you can put... Uh, write that down, pursuing a pure heart. God is opening some amazing doors for us. Amen. Did you know that? Amen. And if your heart is right, he'll he'll go before you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So we're talking about pursuing a pure heart. Pursuing a pure heart will require a spirit-led, spirit-filled, spirit-empowered efforts. Let me say that again. Pursuing a pure heart will require a spirit-led, spirit-filled, spirit-empowered efforts. It's not a one-time deal, but it's an ongoing situation with your heart. The heart is who you really are, the core of who you are. God wants us to have pure hearts. A pure heart isn't automatically given to us. We have to develop it by the grace of God and through the means of grace which is through prayer, through fasting, through um, the word of God, through fellowship with other people who have pure hearts. So last week I was in prayer at the church um, or the week before I was praying and the Lord gave these words came out of my mouth. Give me a sanctified heart, a sanctified, give me a sanctified desires, purge me with hyssop. And I began to pray and this message was birthed out of that time of, of prayer. And we talked about this a little bit last week. Sometimes when the Bible refers to the heart, he refers to um, not necessarily the physical heart, but the soul, the desires, the motives, and even um, the spirit man. And so when I talk about the heart, I'm talking about the core of who we are, even though we are born again and we have brand new spirits. But our heart, the core of us, you know, we're spirit. You are a spirit. You have a soul. You live in a body. And that takes time to develop. Um, your soul, right? Your soul is being renewed and saved constantly. And so that heart, the core of us needs to be purified. It needs to be pure. And so I want to go to a few scriptures. I won't be before you long because I know we've been in the service a long time. Matthew chapter 12. But even that, we have to have a pure heart, right? Say, so you know what? I'm going to put the things of God first. I should give you a shout out for coming to church. It, it takes great faith to come to church. Yeah, it takes great faith to come to church. Amen. And so we we have to, you know, it, 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 it takes a heart to say, you know, what I'm going to get up and go to church. Uh, I know there might be a game at one o'clock. I know that there are things to do. Um, you know, the kids want to have sports on that day. No, we're, we're not going to sac- sacrifice the Lord's Day for some sports. Or any other activities, but we're actually going to do some things. Uh, we're going to put the word of God first. Amen. Uh, Matthew chapter 12. Let's look at 33. It sounds good to have babies crying. Uh, They'll never get old to me and I'll keep recognizing it and acknowledging it and celebrating the mother that brings their baby to church and the baby is crying. It's better to be crying in church than at home watching some um, some device. (laughs) (coughs) Um, Matthew chapter 12, verse 33 through 36 says this, either make the tree good or in its fruit good or make the tree bad in its fruit bad. For the tree is known by its fruit. All right, So, so I got a question for you. The tree is known by its fruit. What are you producing? What kind of fruit do you have? Because whatever fruit that you have, that's the result of what's at the root. So the, tr- the tree is known by its fruit. How do I know if, if it's an apple tree? Because it produces apple. How do I know if it's a uh, pecan tree? Um, it, it produces pecans. So what kind of tree are you? Psalm 1 talks about, um, let us be a tree planted by the rivers of living water and we'll produce fruit and then we'll have success. So what are you producing? What, and, and people say vibes. I hate that. I really do hate that because it's not scripture, but I understand what they're saying. What kind of vibes are you producing? <laughs> right? Well, when people get around you, what do they sense around you? Do they see, sense confusion? Do they sense joy? Do they sense love? The tree is known by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you speak good when you are evil, right? You can't really expect somebody to have a a good mouth if the core of them are evil, right? There's nothing in there. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. For a good person out of his good treasures brings forth good, evil person out of his evil treasure brings forth evil. I tell you the truth. I tell you on the day of judgment day, I tell you the tell I tell you on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak for by your words, you will be justified and by your words, you will be condemned. That's pretty um, profound when we think about the words that we speak. We're very careful. We should be very careful what we say. Our confession of faith. And, and 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 you know, I went to the doctor last weekend, and the doctor says, "Well, when you get a certain age, um, this starts happening." I said, "Absolutely not." Um, he 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 began to say, "As the older you get, the the more you have to use the bathroom." I said, that is not my testimony. Actually, the younger I was, the more I went to the bathroom. We would be driving to South Carolina and I would have to stop every hour or two. Now it's the opposite. I say, explain that. He couldn't explain it. <clears throat> so be careful what you say. Let's go to back to 34, verse 34. You brood of vipers. <clears throat> How can you speak good when... You are evil for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what is in you in abundance? What is in you in abundance? I know for me, I used to have a lot of um, like um, mafia stuff in me. Like I don't watch it as much because it was really abundantly in me. And I would be in, in, in services, not services, but in conference room with pastors and the thoughts would just hit them, just hit them. You know, and like, and I was like, "What is going on?" But it's because I had an abundance of mafia stuff going on inside of me. I remember one time I, I shared this not too long ago. There's a game, um, um, Grand, Grand Theft Auto, and I was I had to I had to play it. I borrowed it from somebody. I think it was Cleveland I borrowed the game system from him, and I played it. And and I had to write a paper on it, like a 16-page paper on it. And I would remember going down Route 9, and I was just like, I want a cop to stop me. I, just want. I mean, it was just like these thoughts were like invading my mind. It's because I was playing those ga- that game. So <laughs> that, all that's to say, <clears throat> it doesn't take long to get stuff in us. It's easier to get stuff in us than to get stuff out of us. Wow. It's easier to learn something than to unlearn. Yep. So be careful what you learn. Be careful what you expose yourself to because what's in you in abundance, you got to go and do some surgery, some digging to get it out. What is in you and what's in your heart in abundance? Your mouth, listen to this. Your mouth is an overflow of what's in the heart. People say, you really don't know my heart. But if I listen to you long enough, I do. People will reveal to you what's in their heart. Just listen to people throughout the day. Look at a producer and see what they're producing. That's what's in their heart. But listen to a person, what kind of music they listen to. That's what's in your heart. You listen to the music that speak about you. The music that you listen to is a reflection of what you're drawn to. The movies you look at, the books that you read. What's inside of you? <laughs> And this cycle of, of what goes in comes out. And some of us, we got viruses going in. So what, what, what's going to happen? It's going to, viruses are going to come out of your mouth. And we know from different scriptures, let's, let's go over there. My time is slipping away, but let's, let's go, well, let, let me do 35 to 37 real quick. You can only manifest what's in your heart. You can only manifest what's in your heart. What's in your heart? What's in your heart is what's going to come out. That's, that's, you know, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. As you're thinking what the, the heart people make decisions way before they make, make decisions in their heart way before they make physical decisions. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We know from Luke chapter 10, go over to Isaiah 29 as I read Luke chapter 10, verse 27. Pursuing a pure heart. That's what we're talking about. Pursuing a pure heart. Luke chapter 10, verse 27. It says, and he answered, you should love the Lord your God with all your heart. Notice he didn't say love the Lord your God with half of your heart, but with all your heart. We need to practice loving God with all of our heart. And it it really starts out with by saying, I love you with all my heart, even if it's not a hundred. I love you with all my heart. I have what I say. I'm using my faith to love God with all my heart. I love you with all my heart. I give you my heart. I give you the core of who I am, the fiber of my being. That's where the purity comes in. That's what where the pursuit of pure a pure heart comes in. Is you giving your heart to God? I give you my heart. I give you my heart, Lord. I give you my heart. I love you with my. Heart. I love you with my motives. I love you with the core of who I am. I submit my existence to your lordship, your kingship, your godhood, everything that you are, I submit to you. And that's where it begins the pursuit of a clean heart, pure heart. Love the Lord God with all your heart, love the Lord God with all your soul. Love the Lord your God with all your mind. Love the Lord your God with all your strength. You can't love your neighbor if you don't do that right. You can't even love yourself unless that is in place. Some people say they love themselves. They really hate themselves when they don't love God first. Loving God will help you love yourself and love your neighbor the way it's supposed to be. But some of us, we're loving others and loving ourselves before we love God. Don't give that person your heart, all your heart. You're supposed to give God all your heart. Amen. Isaiah 29, verse 13. Isaiah 29, verse 13. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Isaiah 29, verse 13 says this. It says, and the Lord said, because this people draw near with their mouth and honor me with their lips while their hearts are far from me. And their fear of me is a commandment taught by men. So here's the scripture that says uh, that people are honoring God with their mouth. They're doing lip service, eye service. They do things for the sake of what it looks like. Let me look set apart. Let me, you know, put on social media that I belong to Jesus. It sounds good and it looks good. They have a form of godliness, but they deny the actual power to transform them. This scripture tells us people are honoring God with their mouths. They're drawing near with their mouths. So be careful what you sing. Listen, if you don't believe what you're singing, then you may not want to sing it because you're going to help, be held accountable for the words that you sing. Words that we sing, the songs that we sing are really prayers. Now, if by faith you're, you're going to say those things, I, I believe these things and I, and I love you with all my heart, then that's one thing. But some of us are just playing church. We're playing re- religion. We, we, we're, we're drawing near with our mouths even if you in prayer, sometimes you can pray with yourself and not with the Lord. There There's two guys who came and they went for prayer and one, the Bible says he prayed with himself. The other prayed and, and, and received what he was asking for and became righteous in the sight of God. You can pray with yourself. I don't ever want to pray with myself. How many have ever prayed with yourself? I have a lot of times. Well, you're just doing all this stuff. You're going through the rich. Uh, I'm talking about privately and it's not going anywhere. It's hitting the ceiling, coming back down. There's some prayers that, that God is not even listening to as believers. And so we, we need to be careful that we are praying from our hearts. We're praying from a place of truth. The scripture tells us, Their people are drawn near with their mouths and and they honoring God with their lips, but their heart is so far removed from what they're saying. So this reminds us that we need to be intentional in what we say and what we say to the Lord and what we say about the Lord. Don't just say, don't get caught up in religion, religious jargon or Christianese saying things that Sounds good to the ear. Say things that we think that we want, we think the Lord wants to hear. We want to, we want to say things intentionally. Be very intentional by everything that we say. Let's not mix words with the Lord or about the Lord. Everything that we say, let's mean what we say. If you don't mean it, don't say it to the Lord. I'm not just talking about to people, but to the Lord. Be very careful of what what you pray about. Be careful. I remember being a teenager and I I was about to get into some trouble and I said, Lord, if you get me out of this, I promise I will go to Africa. In 2019, I went to Africa. (laughs) Be careful what you pray. Be careful what you pray. You're praying for something and God will see to it. It comes to pass if it's in line with his will. And then sometimes you can pray and get what you prayed for and then not be the will of the Lord. We saw that from the children of Israel, how they prayed for a king and it wasn't God's will for them to have a king. And yet they got a king. So we don't. One of the judgments of God is to give you what you want. (laughs) So we need to be careful. Maybe we shouldn't always, we should be intentional. We should aim our prayers and aim our faith and be selective. The more selective that we are, the more effective we are in prayer and in our confession. Are you with me? We, We need to be intentional and we need to say things from the
1: heart and really mean it. Thank you, Lord. All right, let's go to Matthew 5,
2: five, five, eight, real quick. Matthew five. We're talking about pursuing a pure heart. I don't know about you, but I want to have a pure heart, not based on what people are saying about me, but based on what the Lord is saying about me. I want him to see me as a, having a pure heart. When he thinks about me, does he think of Purity. And I'm not just talking about in Christ Jesus. Christ is pure, and I'm in Christ Jesus. I'm talking about your life and your obedience and your, your willingness. You can be obedient and still be in sin. That went over pretty well. You got to have a willing heart. You, you, it's not enough just to obey God, but you got to do it from a place of, 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 with your heart. Willingness. Are you willing? You can, you can say, I give myself away. And then he wakes you up at three o'clock. Are you giving yourself away? He asks you to fast. Are you giving yourself away? He asks you to open your mouth and witness on your jobs. Are you giving yourself away when you go to that family reunion and everybody's crazy and he opens, he leads you to open your mouth and Preach the gospel and they're going to hate you. And you're dealing with a Jehovah's Witness. I got a um, cousin. She's a Jehovah's Witness. And I remember my great aunt says, don't touch her. Don't talk to her. Don't because I don't want her getting upset at her. And so my great aunt kept me away from her because I want to interrupt that lie. But are you giving yourself away? Matthew 5 verse 8 Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. If I have a pure heart, I'm going to see God in my life. I'm going to see God in eternity. Pure heart. Blessed are the pure in heart. You're you're, you're blessed if you have a pure heart because you're going to see God. And the Bible tells us, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Go to Psalm 24. Psalm 24, real quick. Psalm 24. I got you all over the Bible today. Pursuing a pure heart. Psalm 24, we're talking about pursuing a pure heart. How do I have this heart? You talk about purifying the heart, sanctifying the desires. How do I get this pure heart? Psalm 24 verses three through five says this, who shall, um, Psalm 24 verse three and four, three through five, who shall ascend, who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand in this holy place? He who has clean hands In a pure heart who does not lift up his soul to what is false and does not swear deceitfully. He will receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from God of his salvation. So the Bible talks about having clean hands. The Bible says that in um, first Timothy, that men should always lift up their hands. Uh, with a pure hand. And so our hands are a reflection of our heart. And So we got to make sure we have clean hands and a pure heart. When we come to the Lord, we have pure hearts. We have pure motives. God, I give you my motives. Lord, check me on my motives. Change my motives. Change my desires. Give me godly ambition. Psalm 51, we may talk about this. At another time, Psalm 51, I I really wanted to go in with it. Psalm 51, and let's look at verse 6. It says, Behold, you delight in truth. How many know that God delights in truth? He loves truth. He is truth. I'm the way, the truth. You know, the spirit of God is the spirit of truth. God loves truth. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. There's something about truth. You, you, you want God to move in your life? First thing you got to do, you got to be truthful. How you gonna have a pure heart, you gotta be truthful. Willing to t- tell the truth when you don't want to, willing to admit when you're wrong, and some people call it owning your truth, owning your mistake. No, oh, receiving the truth, being the truth, living the truth, and speaking the truth, and thinking the truth and hearing the truth. That's how you get a pure heart. Being truthful. Not saying go around hurting. See, sometimes when you hear that, you say, I'm going to tell everybody the truth. I'm going to tell everybody what's going on with me. Not necessarily, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm really talking about the Lord, being truthful to the Lord. Be truthful to yourself and truth to the Lord.
1: Be truthful. Behold, you delight in truth, in the
2: inward being. You teach me wisdom in the secret heart. You teach me wisdom in the secret heart. Lord, make me clean on the inside. Make me clean on the inside. Clean my heart. Verse 10, create, create, create something that isn't there. Create in me a clean heart. Create in me. Create something that isn't there. I may have an innate uh, a desires or a tendency to lie. <clears throat> I may have a, de- <clears throat> a tendency to go uh, drift away, but create in me a clean heart. A heart that goes after God, a heart that seeks him, a a heart that is pure before him. Create in me, Lord. How does the spirit of God create in us a clean heart? Not just being born again, but how do I maintain the pureness of that heart? How do I keep that heart clean before the Lord? Some of our hearts are dirty. Some of our hearts, we got blockage in our hearts. Um, both physically and naturally, uh, spiritually and naturally. Some of us, we can't hear from God. Sometimes the confessions do not work because your heart is not clean, because your heart is not pure. Sometimes you don't get the prayers answered because you don't ask from a, a place of a pure motive. Lord, create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me, a right spirit. May I not have a wrong spirit. Um, Cast me not away from your presence. Take not your spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of my salvation. Where, when was, when, go back to that place that I love Jesus for who he is and not what he can do for me. Don't give me a, give me, don't give me a genie. Give me the real Christ, a Christ that demands repentance, a Christ that demands a purified heart and, and cleanse, clean hands. Give me that Christ, a Christ that will invade my world, that will not allow me to be the same, that will not tell me that I'm okay when I'm not okay. The the same spirit that will raise Christ from there will quicken me and remind me of who he is and what I am outside of him. Woe be unto me for I am a man with unclean lips and I dwell among a people who are unclean. Cleanse me, change me. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's what God wants. He doesn't want to fake you or he doesn't want the fabric. Whoever said fake it till you make it is a lie. No, we're not to fake it. We're to be real with God and let the truth of who he is transform us. Lord, make me real. Make me create. That's what we're praying. Lord, make me. I want to be real. I, I, I want to have, be, have an authentic relationship with you. I don't just want to use religious words that sound good and play the wonderful um, praise and worship music and don't live anything. Lord, <clears throat> Lord, God forbid. Don't let me. Don't let me say another thing if I'm not going to praise your name. That's right. Go ahead and preach. Creating me a clean heart. Let's let's do a couple more. Uh, let's go to um, Psalm seventy-three. Psalm seventy-three. Let's look at verse one. <clears throat> Let me get my Trader Joe water with electrolytes. I sweat too much without it. <laughs> Truly, God is good to Israel. And to those who are what? Pure in heart. If I get have a pure heart, he'll be good to me Amen. in a way that he's not good to everybody else. Amen. He will not withhold anything good from me if I have a heart that's outright before him. Amen. I'm telling you, he'll be good to you in ways that you haven't seen the goodness of God. He'll invade you with his goodness in a way if you have a pure heart. He'll bring you before men and women because you have a pure heart. You may not have all the skills. He'll give you a job based on your heart. Amen. Listen, there's something about the heart when you have the heart right. You may not have the skills or the education or you may not have the perfect credit score. He'll give you a good, he'll give you some things because of the heart. So if you check your heart and you, and you get line your heart up with the word of God and you position it for the spirit of God to breathe on it and to blow out the dust that is in it, to remove the blockage remove things that unforgiveness and that hatred and that wrong mindset and that wrong thinking thinking of the heart what's in the heart <laughs> what's going on in the heart what's in you in abundance that's stopping you from receiving personal revival <laughs> god will god wants to bless god has blessed us as far as he can bless us but if you'll change that heart and adjust that heart, a heart of obedience and a, a willing heart to do whatever he says and, and allow him to mold you and, and to make you uh, he's the potter and we're the clay. He wants to do some things. He wants to give you some real desires, desires from eternal perspective. Thank you, Lord. The heart. The goodness of God in a way that you've never seen it. All right. A couple more scriptures. Second Timothy chapter two. Second Timothy chapter two. Second Timothy chapter two. This is, this is really powerful right here. This, this scripture right here. I I remember praying this um, for one of my brothers and really going hard after it. And um, at one point I, I prayed, I read 1st and 2nd Timothy and Titus every single week for years because I knew God called me to the ministry. And I'll never forget this this, this um, older gentleman who was like a big brother. He said to me, I need you to read. I said, I'm preparing messages. He said, no, prepare the messenger, not the messages. He said, if you prepare the messenger, he'll give you the message. Um, and he told me to read 1st and 2nd Timothy and Titus every single week for the rest of my life. And I fell off. A little bit but I did it for years verse 22 so flee youthful passions King James says youthful lusts. sometimes when they, when people look at lust they they limit it to sexual lust right, right, right. but how many know you can have lust for power lust for money lust for things? You know I mean there's all kind of but I like the ESV it says passions um it says um so flee youthful passions flee youthful passions things that young people usually pursue flee those things. Your generation, whatever whatever age group you're in, whatever your generation is doing, that, that's going after things that are not uh necessarily part of the will of God for your life, flee those things. Those those passions that the world is seeking after. Everything is self-care and, and self-help and, and, and me and my my truth and my understanding and my life and a better version of me. And he says, flee those things. Because as a Christian, it's not about a better life. It's about relationship and fellowship in the will of God. Pursue righteousness. Even though you're, you might be in an industry that's full of wickedness, pursue right standing and the right way of doing things. Pursue faith. Uh, You talk about faith all the time, Peter. Absolutely, I'm gonna preach in faith until the day I depart this life. I mean, I preach about faith all the time, but I'm always working on my faith. Every day, you have opportunities to work your faith. Whether it's in forgiveness or in prayer or in giving or or working or or loving or, or community or whatever the case is, you have ability to exercise your faith. So pursue your faith. Think and drink and sleep faith and righteousness and love. Pursue love. We Some of us don't pursue love like we should. I'm going after love. What's love got everything? I'm going love is the key, the greatest key to life. It's the it's the key that unlocked the blessings of God in my life. I'm not going for just the blessing, but for the love of God and pursue peace. Some of us don't pursue peace enough. So pursue peace. Instead of drama, pursue peace. Maybe it's not your fault, but you're willing to take the fall for it to maintain the peace. Pursue peace. With all men, Scripture says in Hebrews, and holiness, which no man shall see the Lord without it. So I got to have some peace, peace with each other, peace with God. The greatest peace is peace with God, so you can receive peace from God, so you can be at peace with each other. And then this is the part I want to, and pursue along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Do you know the ones who are calling on the Lord out of a pure heart? Surround yourself, one of my things, the applications is surround yourself with people who call on the Lord from a pure heart. Select friends not based on their financial status, select friends based on their humility, based on their pureness of heart towards the things of God. I will not associate with certain ministers if, if I detect an ungodly motive. For the things of God, if they preach for money or going after the the pockets of men and women instead of the souls of men, I will disassociate myself from them. I will ghost them (laughs) all the time. (laughs) I will delete them and and block them because I want to follow after those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. Some people are calling on him for riches and fame and, 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 and healing. And, and I'm not saying that those things are, are wrong, but the number one reason for calling on the Lord is to be with him. If you're not doing that, I don't want to be around you because um, the Bible says he that is wise walk with wise men. And so you become who you walk, hang out with. You show me your friends, I'll show you the future. If somebody has a foul mouth, that foul mouth will get on your mouth. And you'll be saying things that you wish you never said. Those things that they talk about. Follow after those who call upon the Lord of a pure heart. And that's a prayer that you should pray for yourself. Lord, surround me with people who call upon you out of a pure heart, who want you for you, not what you got. I don't seek your hand. I seek you for who you are. Seek your face. I go hard after you. Those are the kind of friends because those friends will provoke you to righteousness, provoke you to good works. Pursuing a pure heart. You want a pure heart? Get some friends who have who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. All right, this is my last scripture, set of scriptures. <laughs> Proverbs 4. Pursuing a pure heart, I'm gonna tell you how. I'm gonna tell you how to, to pursue a pure heart. I just, one of the keys is to surround yourself with people with pure hearts. So now you gotta deter, discern people around you. What's going on with them? What's in their hearts? Don't just be friends with everybody. Don't give space to everybody. Guard your space. Who's in your ear? What are they saying to you? Proverbs 4.20 says, My son, be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my sins. How do you pursue a pure heart? You give the word of God first place. You give the word of God a first place. You cannot be pure without the word of God. Psalm 119 I, how can a young man cleanse his ways by taking heed to the word of God? So let me give the word of God, put the word of God in me. So my heart can be clean. John chapter 15, verse three says, you are clean through the words that I've spoken. So if you have an ungodly heart, you put that word in it and it cleanses it. It cleansed that motive. God, I'm not seeing right. I don't desire right. So as I read the word, Lord, forgive me. Lord, I repent from that. I change from that. I turn from that. And I yield to the word of God. I submit to the, whatever I see, I make a, whatever I discover in the word of God, I I make a decision to obey it, even if I disagree with it, even if I don't understand it 100 percent, I will obey this. So cleanse me. Cleanse my heart, my heart towards these people, my heart towards these things. Let me put the word of God first place. God, I I give attention to your word. I, I, I climb my ears to your sayings. I'm more concerned about your news than the news. All right. Verse 21, it says, let them let them not escape from your sight, but keep them within your heart. You got to keep God's word in your heart in abundance all the time. You you, you can never get too much word in you. So I got to hear it. And I'm not just talking about preaching. I'm talking about even if it's just the dwell app and you're listening to scriptures over and over. You're meditating on particular and you're branding that word in your mind. You, you, you got it on your heart. You got it on your mouth. You're listening to it. it. It start changing your desires. You start desiring the things of God. Well, I just don't understand. How can I desire God? By listening to him. You know, those commercials, you look at those commercials long enough, you're going to end up buying that. You know, I I don't, I don't understand those, those shows that sell things. I mean, to me, it's just, I I don't, I don't like them. You might like them. I don't want to disrespect you, but those things, I just, I've seen people just order stuff because they're like, Oh, you can get this. You know, it's it's 1999. Well, if it's on sale today, it'll be on sale tomorrow. And 10 years from now, I'm not pressured by what's on sale. I'm not moved by what's on sale. Right. Cause the same God that, that allow me to see it now will allow me to see it when I can afford it. Are you with me? Amen. And so I, I, am I'm, 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 I'm guarding that, which is important, which is my heart. It says, um, for they verse 22, for they are life to those that find them and healing to all their flesh. His word is life in healing to your heart. He'll heal your heart. You hurt? He'll heal your heart. He's a healer. He'll he'll use his word to heal your heart. All right, let's look at the next one. Verse 23. Keep your heart with all diligence of vigilance from from it. For from it flow the springs of life. Guard your heart with everything within you. Guard your heart. Uh, Don't share your heart with everybody. Are you with me? I don't know. I keep saying, are you with me? I think about um, Kerr Franklin. Are you with me? GP, are you with me? (laughs) Are you with me with understanding? Are you tracking with me when it says to keep your heart guard that heart? The heart is the part of you, the real you guard it. Don't give everybody your heart. Guard that heart. Don't share everything in your heart. Just like you don't take your clothes off in front of everybody and reveal your nakedness, don't reveal your heart to everybody. Take it that seriously. Yeah. Amen. You you you're very. Some of us are very guarded with our, our 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 social security number, and you should be. Or your bank account. Yeah. In case you don't have social security number, international students, right? They don't have secure security numbers. Not all of them. But guard what is precious to you. you. You know, you don't go around telling everybody your credit scores, right? Do you? Uh, <laughs> only if they're good, right? Hey, I got an 850. Jesus is Lord. <laughs> I got a 950. <laughs> really? <laughs> Does it really exist? I don't tell everybody my SAT scores. Just got my SAT scores back from high school. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was pretty smart. Psych. <laughs> I was praying too much. <laughs> uh, um, you, you don't share everything, right? You don't share the family secrets. Right? The things that went on in your family. Do you? Let me see. <laughs> not with everybody, right? Yeah. You, don't, you don't share everything. You don't share the whole entire testimony. You should not. You're stupid if you do. You give them the edit version. You don't go around because people can use that against you. So you don't share everything. Every part of your life, I got to testify. I'm just trying to be real. You real stupid. Yeah. Don't share everything. I'm not saying that don't put up a front when you're counseling and difference. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when it comes to like just anybody. The same way we're about that, we should be not sharing everything that's in our heart. It's those precious things. Everything that you hear in prayer, don't share it. Everything you discover in the scriptures, is maybe it's not good. Truth spoken out of wrong season can be just as dangerous as the lie. So I'm not going to share everything, the precious things of God for somebody who doesn't want those things. I remember, remember being in Uganda and I was talking to a bunch of pastors about praying in tongues and, and, and going into God. And, and I talked about a testimony of a young man in Brazil who, who prayed in tongues a lot, like six or seven hours a day. And he was in poverty. He couldn't do it. And he prayed himself out of the curse of poverty into prosperity. And one African pastor, he wasn't paying attention to me. But when I said that, I got his attention. He said, oh, teach me more about this praying in tongues. No. It's over. See you later. Because your motives is wrong. You won't pray in tongues because of the testimony of the young man from Brazil who got prosperous from praying in the spirit and obeying God to you. No, don't share everything with everybody. I, there are certain churches invite me to preach. I will not share everything that I get. Sometimes I'm just let me, you know, maybe I should, God loves you. That's a good message because it's, 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 it's like casting the precious things of God to, to animals who, 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 you know, like, you, like say you got a steak or, or you, you know, you, you're eating um, bang bang shrimp from, from bonefish and, and you like the little cream sauce on it and you're going to give that to a fish. They're not going to appreciate that. Like somebody else will, right? You, you, we learned this the hard way. We took our, our kids to a really fancy restaurant. And um, the youngest ordered chicken fingers that cost $20. <laughs> but there were some good chicken fingers. <laughs> $30, $30 for some chicken fingers. And, and, and then order a bacon that was 30, $50? $30 for some bacon. <laughs> we said, never again. Will we bring kids to this because fa- they don't know how to appreciate it. Let's just take them to chick-fil-A and then drop them off somewhere and then go. Because <laughs> can you know they can't appreciate that. So the same way, I know I' know it was good, but they couldn't appreciate it. They, they, they like, "Oh, can we go back next week?" And the bill was like 300 something dollars. I'm like, what do you mean? No, like they don't appreciate. You know, I remember Destin being young, and eight years ago we took him to Disney World. He didn't appreciate Disney World like he did this, this last year. You know what I'm saying? So so don't expose truths to people who are not going to value it. Why would you give something valuable to somebody who can't take care of it? Who won't appreciate it and won't celebrate the God who gave it to you. Be careful. The same way with your heart. Guard your heart. I'm not going to give you my heart. You, you, you don't deserve my heart. He does. Yes, yes. Are, are, are you you get in with me, right? So guard that heart. Don't say everything that comes to your mind. And everything that comes to your heart, guard that, hide it away. It says, Mary, hear those things about Jesus, the things you get about your children, hide those things, good and bad, hide those things and pray and give it to the Lord. Amen. Amen. And 24 says this, put away from your, put away from you crooked speech, put divisive devices um talk from far from you let your eyes look directly forward and your and your gaze be straight before you ponder the path of your feet then all your ways will be sure in other words keep your mouth clean avoid profanity don't think god is not listening to your profanity your profane talking avoid profanity avoid um Speaking negative words on people, Um, if you know they say is you can't say nothing good. It's better not to say anything at all. So if you can't find anything good to say, don't say anything. God much rather have you have a clean mouth. And the reason why faith doesn't work with some people is because they lie and they say stuff. What do you do? I heard had the question asked recently. What do you do with a person who went to hell? How do you do their funeral? will you find something good to say about something in their life? Right. And if there's nothing good, like, Oh, they have a nice dress on. We thank God for the nice dress. And you know, um, but also you got to guard your eyes and think about your ways. And let me, let me give you this and we're going to close. It says, and in order to have a, um, a pure heart, you know, of course, fill yourself with the word of God, surround yourself with people with pure hearts, And this one is a big one. Stay before the Lord about your motives. I was telling my cousin this recently. I have a cousin who's more like a cousin's sister and like a sister. She's more like a sister than a cousin, but we're cousins. (laughs) If that makes sense. (laughs) It's not an Arkansas thing. (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh, So what we were talking about, we were talking about motives. And I said to her, I said, when I preach, I listen to my sermons. Almost every sermon I preach, I listen to it because I'm checking my motives. Why did I say that? So why did I mention the tithe? Am I trying to get the money up? Or what's my motive? Um, Am I trying to get people more involved? What's my motive? When I name drop, what, what am I trying to do? I'm trying to impress them. If I'm laughing at a joke that they're giving, am I really trying to be good in their sight? What's your motives? That's, you got to check that. I don't think we check enough of our motives. Am I doing this for the love of God and love of people or am I doing it for my to get fame? Why do I dress up? Because I think the office of a pastor teacher deserved the best that I got. I'm representing God, so why should I have baggy jeans? And, and, and I'm not knocking any pastor that does that. Me. This is my modus. This is my conviction. You know, I should have my car clean at all times because I represent God. I should pay my bills because I represent God. I, I, I should I should be, you know, I should not lie on my income tax because I, it represents God. I need to keep my word. Tell my kids I'm gonna take them to the sky zone and i'm like i don't want to go to sky zone i'm tired but i gave my word so i'm gonna go i'm gonna take them i gave my word i keep my word so that they can have a reflection years later and they said man you ought to be a man of your word even if it hurts you you say you were gonna do something you do it even if it hurts you not something evil Right? I said, I was going to kill him. <laughs> no, 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 don't do that because we'll have somewhere to go, somewhere to write. <laughs> I'll pastor you from prison. <laughs> we don't want that. And you may even get the electric chair. <laughs> oh, <Kevin. laughs> Lord said, why are you up here so early? Because <laughs> I killed the person, because I kept my word, Lord. The pastor said, keep my word. No, 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 not like that. I'm talking about the things of God. And even if you don't want to, you know, do what you got to do. I made a decision the other day, and, and I'm bold. You'll hold me accountable if you ever we ever go out to eat somewhere. I, I made a decision that I'm only going to drink water and green tea for the rest of my life. I gave up soda back in June, and I said, I'll never drink it, never touch it. My wife said to me, don't ever drink it again. I said, yes, ma'am. But I don't even drink soda like that. And, and but there's there's a juice there's there's a uh, there's a PD's drink that they start like they created at Chick Fil A uh, for me. Um, they they weren't doing it, and then they just decided to not give me any credit and call it Sunjoy. Um, Sunjoy is a result, a result of me. I mean to just be honest with you. And um, <laughs> sweet tea and lemonade mix, and they they try to do Armour Parma. No, before he was even thought about Uptown. Before they even thought about it in soul food restaurants. And and so I have this little. Like, just this, I had the strong towards sun joy. Like, I had to get it. Like, I would buy sometimes two of them. (laughs) No more. I just made a decision. and said, it it won't touch my body anymore. Green tea, too. Green tea, I'm going to drink until Jesus comes. But I said all that to say, why am I doing that? For the health of my body. I want to live long. I want to make it to 120. Or the rapture, whatever comes first. <laughs> you know, that, that you got to make those decisions and keep your word. Even, in, bye, son, joy. I'll get you in heaven. If the Lord wants you to there, probably not because it's too much sugar. <laughs> so I leave you with these thoughts. <clears throat> Pursuing a pure heart. Surround yourself with people with pure hearts. Stay before the Lord about your, your motives. Um, feed your God-given ambi- ambitions. And and again, this is connected to the one before. Examine your motives often. Constantly, why am I doing this? Why am I saying this? Sometimes, even when you're talking to somebody, you know, sometimes you're thinking about what you're going to say while they're talking. Why am I so big? I'm pushing this. There's there's one friend. It's like we're competing. If I say, oh, I got a revelation from God. Oh, I got five revelations. <laughs> Oh, my back hurt. My my whole body hurts. <laughs> oh, I have, you know, this is what I'm doing with my wife. I'm doing a whole lot more. I'm buying whole Disney World for my wife. You know, and, and it's like a competition. It's ungodly. It's ungodly. You know, like, you know, oh, you fasted? I fasted. Oh, I've been fasting a long time ago. And this friend, I ain't going to name him, he's in another state, but we, we compete and it's ungodly sometimes. It's like, why are we competing about this? So I've learned to just let him talk like, yeah, the Lord is blessing. Oh yeah, it's just, it's great. And so how you doing? Oh, you know, I've got some challenges. <laughs> I'm not going to outdo you. You can have it. Oh, how, doc, how many people you running? Jesus. That's who I'm running? Jesus. I'm running with him. I'm pushing him. I'm promoting him. Oh, doc, what, what's going on? He's still in the, that storefront. Yep, absolutely. The storefront, the front that has the store in it, we're selling Jesus. We're not selling. We're giving him away. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, what, what, what do you got going on? Nothing much. Just a little stuff here. I'm not moved by those things. I, I remove myself from those things. Amen.
0: That concludes this week's message, and thank you very much for listening. For more information about Kingdom Living Ministries, please call us at 732-324-2200 or visit our website at kingdomlivingnj.org. Also, you can write to us by mail at P.O. Box 519, Grand Cocos, New Jersey, 08073. And lastly, if you would like to partner with this ministry through your prayers or financial support, contact us via email at partners at kingdomlivingnj.org. Our prayer is that this message has encouraged you to live out the kingdom of God daily in your life by your obedience to His Word. God bless you.